You're listening to the podcast where you can feast on all the information in the world of sports. Now, here's your host, Tommy Yu. Hey guys, welcome back. It's been a little bit since we had a podcast, Darren. This one is actually going to be the last one until after the Super Bowl. I know Brett is probably devastated right now, probably the only person that's upset. But the reason for this is because we need a break too, and there's not really too many, you know, PDL-like news until after this season's over. And we have a lot of really great, fun topics to discuss over the offseason to Bridget. And I feel like it'd be awkward to start right now when the NFL season's still going on, right, Darren? Yeah, I mean, I agree. You have to kind of wait till one season's over before you start to get in the offseason talks. I know that like stuff on ESPN and stuff, they're already kind of planning on Russell Wilson's new home. But, mm-hmm. you know, we don't, we don't want to get it too ahead of ourselves. Yeah, I think right now we don't want to like jump the gun and we don't want to just manufacture like random news and just read into every single rumor. So, you know. Because this is the last episode, I thought something special that might happen is, Darren, I'm sure you have seen all the all pros, all the Pro Bowls came out for the NFL and stuff like that. And actually, this is not prepped at all. But uh, were there any kind of surprises or snubs or anything like that that you saw? Uh, personally, I thought Tom Brady should have been on the all pro team instead of Aaron Rodgers. But I mean, maybe Tom Brady will win the MVP and then it'll kind of even it out and then it'll be fine. But other than that, I thought it was fine. Yeah, I think overall, nothing was too crazy. Um, I think the only thing that I didn't know uh, until now, maybe I'm just not as big of an NFL fan as I thought was, like, you can have just one All-Pro. Like, I know it's happened before in the past, but I didn't really think about it that much. But when I saw that Jonathan Taylor was a first-team All-Pro, I was like, oh, that's dope. I mean, that's a no-brainer. All right, who's a second-team All-Pro? And there was none. And that's because he was just, like, the consensus number one. Everyone voted for him. So there was just no number two All-Pro running back. So I was like, oh. I mean, I knew this was a thing, but I guess I kind of forgot. But it's kind of weird, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, and the NBA, they only have like third, third NBA all team. Like they, they like really vote for people in the NBA. But like the <laughs> NFL is just they're they're strict about everything except for people getting in the Pro Bowl. They they'll let anybody in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah, for the brand, they're like, yeah, um, yeah, anyone can descend. Like, it's Mitch just Trubisky so... made a Pro Bowl, so I mean... yeah, it's. Yeah, whenever he retires, even though he's super young and actually might have a second part to his career, yeah, he could be like, I won the MVP, (laughs) the Nickelodeon most valuable player, and I was a pro bowler. But with all that being said, this is just a long segue of saying, hey, if the NFL is doing it, the PDL is going to do it. What we're going to do is we're going to have our own PDL Pro Bowl team. Darren, break it down. Um, So instead of just having the same people, because I'm sure we both probably have Josh Allen and we both probably have Patrick Mahomes or maybe Justin Herbert, Donovan um, instead of Taylor, doing it like Cooper that. Cop, all the yeah. same people. So what we're going to do instead is we're going to each take one person from each team and fill out a roster. Uh, once that person is selected, the other team can't take that person, but we both still have to take one person from each team. So everyone kind of gets love on the show still. Um, and we, we aren't talking about your team and Max's team all show long. So it, it kind of will make it more interesting and we're going to do it in a draft style. So it's going to be alternating me, me and you, me and you, and it'll just I think it'll be pretty cool. Yeah. And I think the way that we have a broken down the way that the PDL has, we have two quarterbacks, or I should say we have one quarterback spot with a super flex. So essentially two quarterbacks, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end and two flex. But in order to try to fill everything out, we added two more flexes right there. 
Yeah, so we had to because our current roster right now only has 10 people or 10 players. I know that's like, I think that's perfect. But for this, we had to add those two extra flex spots because what else are we going to do? I mean, we could have, I guess, added another running back or wide receiver, but this gives us more flexibility. Maybe like someone like Brett was playing three tight ends at one point. Maybe we want to put in a couple extra tight ends there. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is going to be really cool because we could also give a shout out to the team that has the most representative of the very first PDL Pro Bowl. Uh, this is something I'm going to be looking forward to doing every single year now. And hey, who knows? Maybe I'll try. Oh, man. Uh, not that I need any more projects to do for the PDL. But hey, maybe the uh, team that has the most Pro Bowlers might get a little something extra special uh, sent over. But um, for right now, I feel like we both might have a prediction on which team might have the most representatives. But without further ado, Darren, I'm going to award you the first overall pick and stuff like that. So I'm really excited to see where you go. Okay, so this is going to be not not the best player available or anything, but it's going to be a purely strategy move um, because there's only very few people that I could take from Welch's team. I'm going to take Dallas Goddard because mm, I... As I your would... very first pick? <laughs> wait, hold on, I hold would... on, wait, wait, wait. You said from Welch's team. Are we picking one player from each team? Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That that makes sense. You're right then. You're right. Yeah, because we have to pick take one person from each team. So if I have to be forced Hold on. to take so someone why, from why Welch's are you saying team, Welch's team first? Is something wrong with this team? Well, it was basically I was either gonna take Derek Carr or Dallas Goddard, and I would sooner kill myself than have Derek Carr on my team, especially my <laughs> Pro Bowl team. So uh it had it had to be Dallas Goddard. I just had to assure myself that I was not going to have Derek Carr on my team. So you can take him with your last pick if you really want to, but I will not have him on my roster. Yeah, no, I think that's that's not that bad of a pick, mostly because when you look at the Dallas trip right now, obviously everyone knows they're in the rebuilding phase. Dallas Goddard is kind of that shining jewel for the, well, minus Derek Carr, because obviously he's the worst quarterback of all times, according to Darren, but <laughs> that is the right call. So I can't really be upset with that at all. So I guess similar vein to you, I guess I have to slowly kind of play that game, but you know what? I'm not going to, I, I gotta be right off the bat. This is a Superflex dynasty league. What's the most important position in Superflex? quarterback i gotta take the number one overall quarterback in the dynasty or in fantasy football the past two years i gotta take josh allen and that's from obviously mike's team um mm -hmm. i feel like there's not much explanation really needed but i think you're playing this game or having this draft in a much more smarter context but at the end of the day I feel like everyone's going to have to see the team from top to bottom and for me personally i can't walk away from this draft without josh allen yeah i mean i think that's that's definitely smart. And, um, you know, I could have played that way too, but I just really just did not want Derek Carr on my team. I was like, if Tommy takes Dallas Goddard, I'm going to be stuck with Derek Carr and I'm going to be miserable. I just can't do it. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I'll throw a curveball and pick someone. Uh, I don't even know if I can. Who All else right, is going to take off of his team? Marquez Valdez Scantling? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Ray Ray McLeod. Duh. No, I'm so sorry. Well, chair, I'll even give you a little sound drop that I added on here. Oh man, that is a bad oh, sound like drop. That. I know. I thought it was okay. <laughs> I didn't. I was gonna put the Ric Flair woo, but I was like, "Yo, it's the drip." I'm sure I want to hype him up, but for the most part, all right. You got Dallas Goddard. I got Josh Allen. Where are you going? All right. So, kind of in the same vein here, 
I'm going to go with T. Higgins from the newly acquired Wichita Whirlwind. Ooh, okay. All right, hold on. Let's see if I got one of those. I do. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's There's not good. much you can do with a whirlwind, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's it's wind whooshing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually I, I'll, I'll do the sound drops in future episodes without giving a preface, but this is the first time we're dropping it in a while, and I know this is the first time you're hearing it live in person, but no, I appreciate it. But no, T. Higgins, huh? First wide receiver off the board with you, and you're playing the right gate. Yeah, I mean, you have to kind of go for the low-hanging fruit, I think. I'm trying to just pick pick the good players off of the bad teams at first and kind of go on from there. That's my strategy. I think that's pretty smart, mostly because for me personally, I have to play the opposite game. Because if you already picked uh, like someone from Welch's team and now Jeff's team, I don't need to go back there because I don't have to worry because I'm like, oh, those could be my last two picks now because I'm not competing with you. So I have to keep, I guess, looking at some other teams. And I guess I do have to play that game. And so naturally, I'm going to go look at the ownerless team. I have absolutely no drops for that, unfortunately, because obviously, you know, we'll we'll see what the rebranding comes whenever the new owner comes in. But I'm looking at his roster right now and... No, <laughs> I know rough. it's it, it is rough. It is rough. I guess what I'll have to do is and here, let me preface this real quick. Darren, this is just a Pro Bowl from this year, right? Not like building a dynasty team for next year. It's just who we're awarding that had the best year this past year, right? Because that's what the Pro Bowl is. Yeah. So we're trying to make the best. Like if you take Tom Brady, I'm not going to be like, oh, dude, he's like 50 years old. I'd be like, no, he had he had an MVP like season. So that that makes sense. Exactly. So you're just trying to make the best possible roster from this past fantasy season stats. Okay, that's that's fair. With that context in mind, I am going to go to the unknown team. I think right now they're just known as Team Nine and. You know what? I'll lock up Stefan Diggs from this team. Uh, had a little bit of a down year, but that's only because he went nuclear last year. I didn't think he was going to put up the same type of points that he did. But hey, I have that Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs stack on this Pro Bowl yeah. roster. I'm feeling pretty good. I feel like uh, as soon as I picked Josh Allen, I knew I was going to get Diggs. So I'm off to a pretty hot start. I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's I like that. That's pretty good. Uh, Maybe I should have went digs there because <laughs> this team is definitely <laughs> worse than Jeff's. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why when you went Jeff, I was like, oh, dude, there's like a lot of other players. I wouldn't mind stealing from him, but I don't blame you either. Yeah, it, that was, uh, you know, uh, uh, a minor overlook. That's OK, though. <laughs> so, All right. so what are you looking at now? Uh... I know it gets tough real quick. It does. It does because you're you got to be looking at like, Philadelphia, right? You got to be looking at the Yows. You gotta. You're right. Their team, right. they're rebuilding. I know they went nuclear like the last four or five weeks, but if you honestly look at it on paper, that I'm not saying they're the next worst team, but talent wise, when you look at like Mike's team, Max's team, your team, they're, you, it's like an embarrassment of riches. I, I don't know where you would go, but with Philly, I don't know. There's only a few that you're like, okay, yeah, I have to walk away with this person. Yeah, I'm I'm locking in Justin Herbert here because um, oh, so good. That's all. That's a no-brainer. <laughs> there's there's nobody else really on their team that's like worth anything. <laughs> like that is David Montgomery. Probably. I guess he was pretty good this year. He was top twenty, but is that that good? I don't know. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, that that's not a bad pick at all. Herbert, he ended as a number two overall quarter quarterback. This, no, no, number three, number three quarterback this year, and so very well deserved. He was 
pretty darn consistent throughout the year. And I don't know. He just gets it done. And it doesn't hurt that um, he's like a type of quarterback that wouldn't surprise me if he threw for 5,000 yards in a season, especially with that extra game. And, you know, he's deceptively mobile. I'm not saying he's deceptively fast, but I mean, he's not someone that you would expect to like run for like, you know, 70 yards in a game, but he could definitely have a few of those uh, at the end of the season, which is kind of nice. So when you look at Philadelphia, that that's their crown jewel. I feel bad for him because I'm sure um, Kev and Kenny are looking roster. at their roster and like, all right, well, at least we have one spot locked up that we don't ever have to look at ever again. Maybe the Superflex maybe might, but their number one quarterback, they won't have to look at that for like the next decade. Yeah, and they, they probably won't either. They'll leave that as it is forever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree. And so, you know, I'm going to play the opposite game of you now. Um, You're, you're taking on the bad teams. I'm just going to have to go for guys and try to top load them. So by the time I go back to the, uh, the, I guess, the teams that you've already hit that might not be the best. Remember, listeners, don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying these are bad teams. I just, this is the Pro Bowl. You want to give it to people that deserve it, you know? And so, you know, I got to go there. I'm going to the defending champ. I am going to take, of course, the all-pro running back, Jonathan Taylor. I know it doesn't even need an explanation, so I'm not even going to waste anyone's time. That's going to be my running back. So I'm feeling feeling very, very good with the draft so far, but I bet I'm going to eat those words when I end up having to pick from uh, Josh's team or something. But, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good right now. Yeah, I I think that was smart. Um, I was considering that with my next pick, so I think it was a good move. I definitely do. All right, so far the Pro Bowl's off to a screaming start. I feel like no one, no one has been a surprise so far. I feel like, uh, no, I think it's, I it might get a little bit harder when you get to the, like the stacked teams. Being like, oh wow, you pick that player instead of this player, and I feel like our Pro Bowl ballot makeup will begin to influence it because unless you take like another tight end or something like that, you already have Goddard. Um, maybe you'll end up taking someone else. Whereas you know maybe someone's team has a really good tight end that you'll automatically bypass because you have Goddard and stuff. Yeah, and possibly that might be my next pick here. I'm thinking about it. Oh, uh, okay. Considering, considering, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm considering it. Um, right. So I took somebody from Jeff's team. I took T. Higgins. I took somebody from Kev's team. I took Justin Herbert. And I took somebody from Welch's team. I took Dallas Goddard. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it does it gets tough quick because like there's a lot of people and you have to fill out the certain spots so you know you have to fill out running back and you have to get you don't want to really want to like plug in your flexes too soon yeah and not just that but um and i'm sorry if i'm giving anything away but when i'm looking at it too like for instance i'm thinking of who my next pick is want to be so like I could be kind of quick with it. And I'm looking at um, Brett's team right now because none of us touched his team. And when you look at his roster, you're like, oh, duh, Dalvin Cook. That's who I'm going to take. That That's an easy one. But then you really yeah. start to think about it. He didn't have that good of a year. He ended yeah, he up missed as a running bunch back. of games. Yeah, he was hurt. Ended up as running back 15. Uh, ironically, Josh Jacobs, his other running back, finished better than him at 14. So things like that start to influence me saying, oh, Dalvin Cook. And then I'm like, no, hold on. That, that might not be the best pick, actually. So it, it's a lot more difficult than it sounds. I'm actually, I think I'm going to go to Josh's team. Ooh, okay. And I'm going to take Lombardi Lenny. Lombardi, oh, dude, that is a great pick. That is a phenomenal pick. Hold on, do I have a sound drop for Josh? 
I do. It's the awful theme song for the Scranton Strangers. I, I made the soundboard such a long time ago. I don't even remember who's what, but that's a phenomenal pick. He had a, a, a fantastic season. I feel like no one really saw it coming, and I thought it was hilarious because at the end, Josh was like, see, I told you, you guys should have traded for him. He ended up as a running back seven. That is unbelievable. I don't think, Darren, what, what would you have said? At the beginning of this season, I would have said, Leonard Fournette would be a top 10 running back this year. You probably would have thought, oh, wait, did uh, all the top running backs in the NFL get all like in a plane crash and everyone died? And that's how Leonard Fournette ended up. I'd be like, no, he actually played pretty well. Like, that's a phenomenal pick. Yeah, it's crazy because all that really needed to happen was Ronald Jones needed to fumble once in the first game and then he would be doghouse for the rest of the season. (laughs) That's all that needed to happen. You just need to fumble one time. That was it. No, you're completely right. And I think that's what makes it so funny because it's just when you're in the doghouse, when you're a head coach, it sucks as like a fantasy football fan. Be like, oh, my God, this player is obviously better than this person. So why aren't they getting in? But then in this unusual circumstance, it's yeah, Ronald Jones still looks great as a runner. But when Leonard Fournette was in, it was just different. He just had. I, like I just did not see this coming. I thought it, I think everyone thought it was going to be a timeshare and things, but it was like the perfect storm for them. Yeah, I think um, it was a great season. Yeah, no, absolutely. One more you can say it worked out perfectly. You know, just so I don't stall, I am going to go against what I said, and because I said I'm not going to really touch the teams that you've already got because. That's not yeah, how you actually know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I, I talk myself out of that again. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. I, I have to pick the teams that haven't already been picked kind of thing. So I am now looking over at your team, Darren. Your team is lit. It is the Carolina Thunder. I'm really excited. Your team is filled with so many talented, exciting players. But this is the Pro Bowl. This isn't what are you going to do for me later? It's what did you do for me this past year? And I can't not take tom brady i have he was the second best quarterback this year uh pro- the most consistent actually in the consistency metrics and stuff like that he very rarely landed a dud for you um i think what the only time he ever had a dud was when he played against new orleans and had le- less than five points right but besides yeah. that if you just look past that one game yeah it definitely hurt you every other game he was dropping like 20 points plus it, it was unbelievable and so Walking away with Josh Allen and Tom Brady in a super flex league for the Pro Bowl just this past year. Yeah, I'm feeling very good right now. Yeah, I that was a good pick. Um probably who I would have taken from my own my own team. So I think I suck it. Worked out. <laughs> worked out well. <laughs> so you took players from Max's team, Mike's team, team nine, and my team. The um, fact that none of us picked anything from Hollywood yet is a travesty. That team has so I, I many that, players like, that were play like MVP. Like they have Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, Mark Andrews, dude. Like these but three are thing, like, so like I looked, I looked at their roster and I was like, eh, I wouldn't really care if I uh, didn't get someone from this team. You know, what? like I'll be like, okay. Like, I mean, no, year, I mean, dude, like, they were like number one in all of the positions I just said. But but that's what I mean though. I mean like if you took one person, I'll be like, ah, it's okay. If I get right. Cooper Cup or if I get Debo, eh, that's fine. I'll take when one right, of the other. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll just take. Oh darn, you took uh, Cooper Cup. Yeah, I'll I'll take the best tight end this past year in Mark Andrews. Now I get that. I get it. So 
Nobody has taken anybody from Steve's team yet. Ooh, okay. So I got something for Steve. He does have like some exciting names. Like he has Darren Waller, who missed a shit ton of games. Oh yeah, um, dude. He has AJ he Brown, who was hurt, missed a bunch of games. Um, he had DJ Moore, who never scores any touchdowns. <laughs> um, Saquon Barkley, who was super hurt. Patrick Mahomes, who I would love to have. I would love to have. But you already have two quarterbacks. Yeah, so that's you true. You can't take them. You I won't be taking anymore. So what I'm going to do here, Ooh, I'm going to take Joe right. Mixon. Okay. I think Joe Mixon deserved it from Steve's team. That's the right He's pick. Top, top five. So he was the third best running back in the PDL scoring format this year. Quietly had a top, like a top three season, right? Yep. I, I I mean, he really flew under the radar, and it's kind of weird because everyone was like so anti Joe Mixon before the season, mm-hmm. and he was amazing this year, and no one like seemed to want to talk about how good he was. <laughs> <It's> weird. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely made no sense. Like everyone got so excited for Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, rightfully so. But like you just said, Joe Mixon. Once again, top three. And everyone's like, oh, let's talk about the other guys, though. But that's a phenomenal pick. That's the pick I would have taken as well. So now going back to the well, it, uh, Steve's team, I don't know where I'm going to go. I don't have a sound drop for Steve because I don't. What what, what would you do for a grommet, dude? Is. Like, what the fuck I am know. I supposed to do what with I, that? What I picture what a grommet is, is just like a kind of like a, a thing that lives under a bridge. Like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> grommet, I think it's like some type of like not like a tool. I, I think I looked it up. It's like a, it's like some kind of like nut or like a bolt or something. I don't know what it is. Steve is probably listening to like, yo, these guys are so dumb. Support or reinforcement. So yeah. it's like a, it's literally like a, a tool. It's like a fastener yeah. kind of. Yeah. It, I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, like when I first heard that Steve's team was the grommets, I thought, of, I don't know why I thought, isn't there like some kind of like claymation movie, like Gromit? It's like some bald dude and like a dog. Yeah, Wallace know. and Gromit or something. Yeah, right? yeah, that's that's what I thought. Wallace and Gromit. I was like, oh, I guess he's a really big claymation fan. And like from like his, not not that he has like a logo or anything, but like the more I thought, I was like, what the fuck is a Gromit? Like, I don't even, <laughs> oh, dude, we're getting so off track, but I'm going to make my pick quick. I'm going to Hollywood, like I said, and I, I got to take Cooper Cup. I mean, yeah, Cooper, Coop, Coop, like, smart. Cooper Cup was unbelievable. And just to kind of show how great he was, he was a fourth best player in our scoring format. And let me rephrase that. He was so good. He scored more points than Patrick Mahomes this year. He scored more than Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Rodgers. Jalen Hurtzer got all those points on the ground. Like, that's how, like, Cooper Cup was unbelievable. He had, like, 70 more points than, like, the next wide receiver. So... Yeah, I, I talked more about Cooper Cup than I probably should have. And of course, as we sh- said, he is from the hustle. Oh, it's a bop. I was going to do perfect. like a cha-ching thing, but I was like, nah, that's more Jensen Hollywood, right? This is yeah. Brian's, the rebranded Hollywood. And so I feel like this is more optimistic, more happy. I feel like Brian would like that sound drop a lot more. Yeah, I agree. I think um, I think it fits. I like it. Awesome. So let's just uh, kind of recap real quick. Right now, you have Justin Herbert, Leonard Fournette, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, and Dallas Goddard. I have Josh Allen, Jonathan Taylor, Stefan Diggs, Cooper Cup, and Tom Brady. I'm really excited to see uh, how you finish and round out your team. So I believe the only team that you have not taken a player from and I have not taken a player from so far 
actually there's two teams i think your own team correct and brett's team are the only two teams so i'm oh, gonna go to brett. brett's team Ooh, buddy and i'm gonna oh it's beautiful i know the targaryen dragons who are you taking i'm taking travis kelsey putting yeah. him in my flip <laughs> another right move um do you do you think travis kelsey was disappointing this year i mean he was still the second best tight end by like a large margin he had like almost 60 more points than dalton schultz who came in third but for what travis kelsey has been doing would you say it was a little disappointing yeah. i think by by what people expect for travis kelsey he was a little bit disappointing but he was still like amazing like i just oh, looked yeah. at his numbers compared to josh jacobs and dalvin cook and he outscored josh jacobs and dalvin cook both by like 70 points so he was really good still <laughs> so it's almost like yeah it, it doesn't matter like his down year is everyone else's like career year yeah like he he was still amazing like yeah he he scored 50 points less than he did last year mm -hmm. but he still scored more points than he did two years ago so unbelievable he was very At good 32 yeah, he's yeah. he's pretty darn good. And I guess a little bit could be attributed to, you know, Patrick Mullins had a little bit of a slow start or and stuff like that. But, you know, he's waking up. He's doing what Travis Kelsey is supposed to do. Future Hall of Famer. Really excited. Uh, my pick, the only team that has not been mentioned is my own. And I know my team better than everyone else. And there's one clear-cut guy who deserves to be in the Pro Bowl. And to me, that's Austin Eckler. I mean, the number two overall running back this year, uh, super consistent, unfortunately, towards the end. Um, you know, he had a little bout with COVID and stuff like that. But the big thing on Austin Eckler is, can he stay healthy? Like, imagine if he can just play every single game, what would happen? I mean, we kind of saw it this year, right? He was, I'm not saying he was everything we wanted him to be and more, but to me, he way over-delivered my expectations. And being connected to a great offense like that, Austin Eckler, welcome to the Pro Bowl. Okay. I think I, I like that too. Um, your team looks better than mine. <laughs> hey, hey, that's because I didn't really touch uh, the unspoken the teams yet. So don't, don't I, I was looking at it too. I was like, oh damn, my team looks so much better than Darren's. And I was like, oh fuck. All right, I got to look at Josh's team and I got to look at uh, Kev's team again. So it, it's going to start falling apart. Don't you worry. So what I'm going to do now is I'm just going to, because I think now we just pick. Yeah, now it doesn't matter. I'm taking Devontae Adams um, right. right off our team. So I'm, you know. Yeah, Devontae Adams, uh, top three. He was uh, fantastic. He was, he's unbelievable. When he's on the field, Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to get him the ball. So as you know, uh, Devontae Adams is one of my favorite wide receivers. So I'm glad to see that he was able to make it to the Pro Bowl this year. Um, actually, it looks like only two players on each team makes it to the Pro Bowl. So I'm glad that Austin Eckler and Devontae Adams are mine. That makes me pretty happy. Um, the reason why I'm being so, so long-winded right now is because... I'm trying to figure at, out what you're doing. Yeah, dude, I'm <laughs> looking at... Um, actually, I'm looking at Welch's team right now, and... Uh, <laughs> you're like, fuck, I have to take Derek... I can't even take Derek Gard. Yeah, I can't even take Derek. I put myself in a corner, dude. <laughs> like, it ain't looking too good right now. So um, I guess... <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to have to take uh oh no, I'm gonna have to do it, aren't I? <laughs> All right. Uh I'm taking Tony Pollard. Oh and my God. I know, I know, I know. But here, here, hear me out. Hear me out. 
You could say I should have taken Jerry Judy. I should have taken. Was bad. Yeah, he was bad too. Or you could have said Lazar. But like the reason I'm saying Tony Pollard is because yes, did he deserve to be in the Pro Bowl this year? No, obviously not. But with the roster that Welch has, I can't in good conscience give it to anyone else because Pollard, when you watched him play, he was. I'm sorry to say this, Max. He was a better running back on the Dallas Cowboys, right? Like, clear, cut, and simple. He was a better running back. And so I want to kind of give him a little bit of a nudge. So next year, when we look at our Pro Bowl roster, I'll be like, you could just dunk on me. Tommy, you honestly picked Tony Pollard. I'll be like, oh, yeah, it's a bad look. But he was good that year. He was pretty good. If he got all the volume that Ezekiel Elliott had, he would have also have matched, if not done better than Zeke. So... This is where my team falls apart, and you see me attempting to justify it, and you know I'm already losing the battle when I do that. But Darren, it's up to you. I mean, it, it was just it was just poor planning. I mean, I don't think it was a bad <laughs> thing. It was just, you know, you, you. I mean, as much of a non-fan of Derek Carr I am, I probably would have rather had Derek Carr. Yeah, you know, looking at it, I was like, yeah, I probably should have <laughs> taken Tom Brady off of your team because I should have taken Derek Carr and then ended up taking like someone else on your roster because it's filled with so much talent. So I didn't really think about it, but, um, you know, I don't feel bad about it. Tony Potter. Welcome to the PDL Pro Bowl, man. You didn't really deserve it, but you know, someone's got to make it on, uh, from the drip here. We'll do that drip drop one more time. Yeah, we, he, so, someone's got to make it. So there we go. Darren, who's your next pick? So I'm looking at it now and it's getting it's getting tougher it really is it is um because i would have loved to have had josh allen from mike's team um obviously he was your first pick and he's gone um it's all right i ended up with tony i'm thinking because he's got like he has Najee harris who was amazing and i would like to take him oh yeah Um, number four running back you and gotta, I guess you gotta, dude. You gotta take him. But then I could also take Jalen Waddle. Yeah. But he was he was not quite as good. Um, Justin Jefferson is also there. His team is actually stacked, dude. <laughs> yeah, his team actually is really good. His Maybe team I'll go back is to his so team. good. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna go with the obvious pick. I think here. Um, actually, is it obvious? I guess I'm we'll have to hear. So. This is dead air, man. This is not good. You got to at least ramble. You gotta, I, I, I at least ramble at, when there's a big Hollywood. pause. All right. All right, I'm looking at Hollywood now, right? Um, I'm I'm thinking, do I really want to add a third tight end to get Mark Andrews? Because that would be crazy. That would be smart, dude. The number one tight end, dude. But then I would have three tight ends on my roster, or I could finish out my wide receiver room and go Debo Samuel. The number two receiver. So Ooh, I think I'm gonna go Debo. Got it. Go yeah. Debo. Yeah, you gotta do that. After you mentioned Debo, you gotta go Debo. So now it's on to you. All right. Okay. I'll make mine pretty quick. I'm looking at uh the Philadelphia Yellow Hawks. Uh the team is horrible, but somehow they win games. <laughs> but for me, I guess I'm going to have to and like I said, this is where the wheels fall off, kind of. I got to take Hunter Renfro. He ended as Oof, the number 15 I wide mean, receiver. Good, that, Dude, he's a top ugly. tier wide receiver two this year. But number it just 15? sounds ugly. He's your wide receiver three. 
for for now, for now, maybe maybe after the Pro Bowls ballots are in, maybe I'll uh, move maybe. them over to my flex to make them look a little bit prettier. But hey, <laughs> I am not here to get the sexy points. I did that in the very first half of my Pro Bowl ballots. That's why I went <laughs> and got Jonathan Taylor, Josh Allen, and Austin Eckler to keep your eyes away from the Pollard and the Renfros. But I am justifying and saying, hey, I, I honestly do believe that he deserved a little bit of recognition. Uh, one thing everyone likes to say is, Hunter Renfro is so underrated. Well, if literally everyone and their grandmother is telling me that he's underrated, is he really underrated? I don't think so. But it's yeah. nice that he can walk away with a PDL Pro Bowl. I don't feel bad about it. I only feel bad about how bad Kev's team is. But um, that's besides the point. Darren, I'm hoping I rambled long enough for you to be able to get your pick in. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna screw it and be like, because Team Nine here they have James Conner, who is a top five running back. Yeah, you gotta. I feel nope. like I feel I feel like I can fill in the flex spots with the other teams. Okay. But I just can't pass up Aaron Rodgers, top six quarterback. I, I'm going to fill in that number two quarterback spot. <sighs> Can't be upset with it. I was so cocky walking away with Josh Allen and Tom Brady as my top <laughs> picks. And you have Justin Herbert and Aaron Rodgers. So I definitely did not do this right. So <laughs> next year's <laughs> Pro Bowl ballot. Oh, I'm going to be playing the game you're playing. I'm going to be looking at the terrible teams and uh, the strategy. You got it. You got to go yeah, for the low hanging fruit first. <laughs> you got to, As our listeners probably know by now. We've put in zero preparation. To th- we're I, like I, we both have sleeper open in front of us, trying to look through everyone's team. So maybe next year we'll do a little bit better, but we'll see. So with that yeah. being said, let's. I'm looking over at. Uh, I don't think I have anyone from Josh's team yet, right? Who did you take no. from Josh's team? Uh, I took Lombardi Lenny. That's right. That's right. I, I was looking through. It, I was like, wait, I don't see him, but I realized he's obviously over in his IR. It's all right. I'm looking at Josh's team and I got to bite the bullet again. So, you know what? I don't actually feel that bad about it. I'm taking Gronk. Yeah, I feel pretty I, good about it. Pick. Yeah, I knew that was the pick. It had to have been because yeah. he's top five, right? Uh, no, like surprisingly. Yeah, he missed so much of the season, but he still ended up, he was number seven. So it does feel bad. I hate to have someone on the Pro Bowl ballot that I'm not saying doesn't deserve to be there, but in a points per game aspect, he was unbelievable. Yeah, he's and, probably number one in points per game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, anytime he was in, because Tom Brady was probably so pissed, like, all right. Antonio Brown decided to, to freaking leave, and Chris Godwin died. And Lombardi Lenny, who used to get, like, 11 targets a game, isn't there. I guess I'm just going to keep forcing it to Gronk. And, hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, Gronk, I'm sure if the if we were doing PDL Pro Bowls for, like, forever, this would have probably been, like, your eighth Pro Bowl selection. But, hey, for now, welcome. Before you retired, I'm glad you got at least one PDL Pro Bowl. So now we each have three spots left. For me, it's me, uh, my team, Max's team, and Mike's team. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I was like bouncing this back and forth earlier with Mike's team. I'm just going to lock it in and go Najee Harris. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel like you're kind of cornered into doing that, right? Because once again, he, he, he was a top five running back. He was number four, actually. So... You can't feel upset about it. It might not be like the sexiest name. And he's a rookie. Is he the uh, first rookie that made the PDL Pro Bowl so far? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Unbelievable. That was kind of weird. Did you take anyone from Max's team yet? No, I didn't take any from Max's yeah, team because I know he has so many good players that like oh, I can dude, just wait You got to take Jamar. You got to take. Oh, dude, you played probably, so much better. I'm probably going to take Jamar because you already took um, Jonathan Taylor. But uh, I screwed <laughs> this thing all up. 
But Darren, because I am not a consummate professional like you, I might need your assistance to help me identify the teams I did not select from yet because I am looking at Sleeper right now and just trying to scramble Steve. and I don't even remember. You didn't right. take anyone from Steve's team. Um, All right. As you're talking, I am going to look Steve, at Steve's Brett, roster. Steve and Brett, and there's much other one. All right. As you look through that, I'm going to look at Steve's roster right now. And you know what? Steve's team does have so many, like, sexy name players, but, like, they were all kind of, like, underperformed this year or were hurt. Yeah, you know? hurt. A lot of games, yeah. Yeah, like you kind of mentioned about Jeff. They're the three teams that oh, you didn't Jeff. take. Anymore. All right. So you know what? With that being said, I am actually going to look over at Brett's team because I'm going to have to have a little bit more time looking at Steve's team because it is a little bit of a struggle. I am real upset they took Travis Kelsey because that is who I easily would have taken from this roster. And you know what? I'm going to have to do it, huh? All right. Well, once again, not a sexy pick, but it makes sense. Mr. Josh Jacobs, welcome to the Pro Bowl. I, once again, I wanted to dig Dalvin Cook. He is a sexier name, but Josh Jacobs had a better year. But is that kind of the reputation that you think Josh Jacobs is developing? Like, not a sexy running back, but he'll always end around, like, low-end running back one? Yeah, I think so. I mean, so. that's what he uh, ended last year, too, you know? And this year, he ended up as... Um, running back 14, so not a running back one. So maybe very high tier running back two is what you kind of extract from Josh Jacobs. Very consistent, won't have the game where he drops like 40 points on you, but he'll always get you around like 14, 15 points. Yeah, I think so. I think that he's like a solid, dependable guy, like as a solid RB2. Mm -hmm. um, he might get like high end RB2 numbers like he did this year, but that's kind of, he kind of is what he is at this point. Maybe he'll be a little bit better with John Gruden gone, but. Um, I think that's kind of, he's going to live in that RB2 range. Yeah, that makes sense. But all right, let's fill it out for you. You have one more wide receiver to take and a flex position to fill. So where are you going? So I got my team and Max's team left. Um, I do know my team very well. And Max's team is very good. Um, now Max has two receivers here that are, both top 10 this year he has Tyreek Hill and he has Jamar Chase now personally I don't like Tyreek Hill I don't uh, think anyone could blame you there <laughs> so um even <laughs> I, think take. Even, I don't like Tyreek Hill <laughs> I think even if Tyreek Hill had more points here in this situation like say Tyreek Hill unless he was like the the Cooper Cup type yeah, wide yeah, receiver. Yeah, like clear one. cut number one. I'm going to take Jamar Chase. I, I mean, there's no, no other selection here for me. I think, like, I, I would love to take um, DeAndre Swift, but he got hurt and he missed a lot of games. Mm -hmm. I really like DeAndre Swift, but he was he only finished his RB 24. It says in standard and 15 in PPR. So in like our league, it's probably like 17 ish. Oh yeah. Um, so I, I mean, can't can't really do that when you have a top five wide receiver and Jamar Chase on the board still. So Jamar Chase is the pick. 
our Pro Bowl ballot is kind of a little bit of a microcosm of ourselves because, of course, you would have two rookies on yours, right? You love you love the Young Bucks, <laughs> so it kind of works really well. Not saying I don't, but you love the Young Bucks, so it makes sense. And yeah. I'm really glad that we have some diversity and some rookies there. My next pick is going to be super fast, and I guess, you know, it's kind of cheating. So you can call me out. You can say it's not allowed, but I feel like it should be. But I'm going to pick from Jeff's team. Am I allowed to pick Aaron Jones, or is that just not allowed? <laughs> Yeah, he's on his roster. So yeah, that's yeah, and it happened before. Uh, you know, it, it, before it's just, we did this pod. <laughs> yeah, before we did the podcast, that, so it counts. I mean, get, you're throwing me a bone. This makes up for the Tony yeah. Pollard picks. So just pretend Aaron Jones is my. Um, actually, no, you, you can't make Tony Pollard pick any better because yeah, that's just bad. But you know, Aaron Jones, yeah, still was, a top running back at least this past year. <laughs> Who knows if he's going to be able to get back there again? But he did finish as a wide or not, sorry, a running back one. Um, barely though, he's finished as the running back twelve on the season. And Aaron Jones, I'm not that worried about. It. I know a lot of people have been freaking out with AJ Dillon getting into the picture, but. He's not someone who makes his bread and butter off of volume. Uh, Aaron Jones is someone who could touch the ball like 12 times in a game, and he can give you like a 14-point week at a minimum, in my opinion. Like, he's that yeah. good. And because, once again, it can change if Aaron Rodgers is not in Green Bay. But for right now in this Pro Bowl, I believe he does deserve some recognition. So one thing I feel like is a constant theme on my team outside of the top-tier players that we picked, which I'm going to talk about when we kind of go over all of ours, is... I feel like I'm giving some um, guys who kind of deserve a little bit of recognition, like the Josh Jacobs and Aaron Jones. I'm feeling pretty good. And uh, I'm going to throw it over to you. You have a flex spot open. And what team are you looking at to make the final pick in the PDL Pro Bowl ballots? So I, I saved the best for last, my own team. Um, of course. <laughs> I, so now um, we get to see. Oh, here we go. CD Lamb, welcome to the Pro. Oh, no, no. Speaking too soon, I'm sure. I, I want I really I really really do want to take CD Lamb. He doesn't deserve but, it, man. You know it. But yes, he was outscored by two other players that are in contention here. Um, he was outscored by De, uh, Deontay Johnson, and he was outscored by Antonio Gibson. So, in all good intentions, I I just can't I just can't take him. He might be my favorite player that I have on my team, but I, I just can't. I do respect it. that, dude. So I feel like I have to go with Deontay Johnson. Um, that's, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm locking him in Deontay Johnson. I like that pick a lot because he ended as a top 10 wide receiver, number nine to be more exact. And he had the corpse of big Ben throwing him the ball. Like yeah. if, if that's not saying something, like he deserves all the recognition. So I'm glad that you're able to choose him. And I'm actually really glad that, you know, it, you know, I'm proud of you, man. I, I feel like if I had a choice, yeah, no, I would have done the same thing. If it was between um, Lamb, Deontay Johnson, and Gibson, like you mentioned, I think that's exactly where I would have gone as well. So definitely yeah. hats off to you over there. And so I guess the final pick does come back to me. And now it looks like I'm looking at Steve's team and, oh my God dude i don't know where i'm going at all. like i this whole time when you were talking i was like oh cool cool like he's talking like this gives look me enough C's time team. yeah look at like, cc the easy pick would be like aj brown but they're like oh my god he was rb or right running running back or wide receiver excuse me wide receiver 32 yeah and like, you look I can't, at Saquon I can't Barkley, take him. running back 34 and you're like i can't take him either i can't take <laughs> uh obviously can't take patty mahomes because i screwed up this draft um so if like 
those two wide receivers off the board, like what else am I looking at? Like nothing. Like now I'm looking kind of at like a DJ Moore kind of thing. Be like, all right, well, I know DJ Moore started really, really hot beginning of the year. All right, ended as wide receiver 20. Um, But honestly, as ugly as it sounds, that might ultimately have to be my pick. There's no one else that can come out. Like I said, there are sexier names, but as far as it goes to production this year, as ugly as it sounds, I am going to have to lock in DJ Moore. Welcome to the Pro Bowl. I'll be honest. You don't deserve to be in here. You're only in here because of how poorly I drafted. But overall, not too shabby. So you could have you could have had um, Deontay Johnson there from my team and then taken Pat Mahomes from Steve's team uh, instead if stop you, it. you know, stop planned it, it a stop. little bit better. <laughs> what we can do now is we'll talk about um, – you read down the list of people that you have as your Pro Bowl selections. I'll read mine as well. And then uh, what we can do is maybe talk about just real quick, any snubs, maybe any people that were shocked that they didn't make it because I drafted so poorly and things like that. But yeah, Darren, <laughs> what does your Pro Bowl roster look like? So I have Justin Herbert, Najee Harris, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, Debo Samuel, Travis Kelsey, T. Higgins, Leonard Fournette, Deontay Johnson, Dallas Goddard, and Aaron Rodgers way way better than my roster that's all I'm gonna say this is the definition of slow and steady wins the race I felt like a big baller being like yeah I got Josh Allen I got Jonathan (laughs) Taylor but um here now let's listen to what I have I have Mr. Josh Allen Jonathan Taylor Austin Eckler Stefan Diggs Cooper Cup Hunter Renfro Robert Gronkowski Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones, DJ Moore, and Tom Brady. While all the guys that we mentioned were obviously studs, there are definitely some tear breaks that you heard. But are there any players that you're shocked didn't make the Pro Bowl this year in the PDL? Because of the, the format and we wanted to get every team involved, uh, I can't say that I am. I would have thought that you would have taken Pat Mahomes off of Steve's team. Um, but that was just because you wanted to take Tom Brady off of my team. Um, so I can't like fault you for that, but I would have rather taken CeeDee Lamb, Antonio Gibson, or Deontay Johnson over DJ Moore. So I think that was, that was something you'll learn from next year. I think also speaking of which, I don't think I needed to reach as hard to like, I started this draft saying, obviously being a super flex type of league as the PDL is quarterbacks are so valued so highly. I picked Josh Allen. I feel like that was a mistake. I'm shocked that Justin Jefferson wasn't taken. So if you were to replace That's like true. Josh Allen with like a Patty Mahomes, but then you input like a Justin Jefferson, maybe where I have like a Hunter Renfro or like, you know, something like that, like that would make more sense. So next year I will learn. But as far as uh, snubs, I guess because of the format, you're absolutely right. There's not many that can really shock you only because some of them are so evident, but I mean, this is kind of fun. It'd be kind of cool to see, like, all right, maybe we'll do a little bit of math. Maybe we'll uh try to add up being like, hey, if we all played on week blank, who which Pro Bowl team would have won? I feel like that'd be kind of cool to see too, huh? I um I feel like Tony Pollard might hold you back in some of these. Games. I you know, let's continue. Let's I can't believe he made it to the Pro Bowl. Like I screwed up I, you so do, freaking. You have a lot bad. of white guys on your team, too. You have Cooper Cobb. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold on. I, I there we, we, might, we might actually have the same amount because I um <laughs> I I have two tight ends, so we might have the same amount actually now that I'm looking at it. I mean it is tight end premium as well though. Gotta think about that. That's true. One, 
Oh, but I mean, boy. Welch, Welch, you just have you just have to make your team better, Welch, so that we don't have to <laughs> have these terrible people on our team next year. <laughs> he is absolutely correct in that. Yeah, so there are definitely some duds on my part, but that makes sense. But hey, this is fun. Now we get to see who made it to the Pro Bowl. Maybe they should be able to get like a little icon and sleeper. You know, Max has some pull uh in the sleeper community and stuff like that. So maybe, maybe we'll be able to get something like that in for us. That'd be kind of cool, but with that being said, I just wanted to do some quick little additional updates. I definitely want to welcome Jeff into the league. Welcome into the league, Jeff. Um, I know things have been getting a little bit crazy for you, but hopefully you're able to listen to the podcast, kind of keep up with what's going on. But that's a perfect segue into, hey, it's no surprise. Team 9 is still vacant right now. I've held a couple of interviews of people who filled out some of the applications and like, you know, the crazy process it is that you need to do to get into the PDL and while the guys are fine, um, you know, I am trying to be more picky this time. I'd much rather take a long time to pick someone who fits really well into the league rather than rushing it and then just having the same problem again. Right, Darren? Yeah, I mean, you want to try and keep the same core group. Uh, so, I mean, in some cases, I don't think turnover is bad. But ideally, you want to keep the same guys at least for a couple of years, you know? Like if someone, say like in in three years josh is like hey guys i had another kid i really need to leave the league like yeah okay have have a good life josh like that's that's normal you know but no um, josh is never allowed to leave ever with that that's true it'd with be his, very hard to find <laughs> josh you're josh if you're hearing this you're literally never like i'm allowed leave. to leave before you're allowed to leave <laughs> like as the commissioner i'm allowed to leave before you are like that's oh god that's impossible that's that but i get what you're saying yeah all right maybe maybe uh i picked the wrong maybe uh Let's say Welch. Welch has another kid, and Welch is like, "Hey guys, you know, kid four can't play fantasy football anymore. I'm out of here." <laughs> be like, "All right, see you, Welch. Uh, have a nice life." And you know, but we ideally we don't want people to be leaving because they're just not active enough. That kind of stinks. No, I completely agree with you, and that's why it's taking a little bit longer. And this is my call to action. This is my shout out. I do every single uh, time I feel like we talk about a vacant owner. And uh, this is also my attempt to throw shade at all of you. You guys all suck. I keep telling you, being like, hey, I want to kind of, it would be great if um, you guys are able to find someone you know in your life to be recommended to the PDL. No one has reached out. The only person that actually <laughs> does this is Max. Thank God. Without Max, we wouldn't have Welch. We wouldn't have Mike in this league. Like, there's so many important people that were introduced to the league because of recommendations from other people. And uh, Jeff was actually kind of like a recommendation from Brian as well. And, um, you know, he has been a little bit busier, but he's been a great fit. But that's what I want. I would rather have someone we all kind of know somehow rather than me just going onto the internet and hoping that it works out for the best. But I guess the devil's advocate will say, hey, Tommy, isn't that how this league started? You just found a bunch of random people, which is, I would say, yes, that is true. So maybe in that aspect, maybe it's a better way I go this way, but still the invitation is open. If any of you guys know anyone that is looking to be a part, part I feel like it's weird to just say fantasy football league because I feel like this is just more of like a group of guys that just talk a lot together. And fantasy football just happens to be the catalyst of the topic of what we talk about, but it goes much beyond just, Hey, you want to join a fantasy league? Because a lot of the times where people join, I feel like they get overwhelmed being like, Holy shit. Like this is not a league that I've kind of been a part of. And that's easy for me to say, toot my own horn. But Darren, would that, would that be fair to say you have very, like you have a lot of experience in fantasy football more than I do, but would you say the PDL is actually different or am I just being biased because it's something we kind of created? No, I mean, I, I, 
do think is different than any fantasy league. Like even in my home league that's been going for, I don't know, 12 years probably. And it's like all people I like went to high school and college with and stuff like that. Um, we talk more in the PDL than we do with that league. <laughs> it's like, it's because like once that season's over, like nobody really talks about it until the next season is getting ready to start up again. But like this, even like today, like we were talking about Dalton Schultz's contract. Like what other league are you going to go in where people actually care about that shit and like, <laughs> nerd out about football more than like this league? Like nobody else, you're never going to, I don't think you're going to find this many like nerdy football guys in the same group. And I love it because um, like, I know during the regular season, I forget what date was. Maybe it was like a Friday or Saturday. Max would drop like a bunch of like stats from Twitter, like highlighting different players on different people's team. And he would tag the owners or Steve will randomly drop in and drop like a, like a cool analysis percentage kind of thing about another player. Like no one else does that. And I feel like the PDL is definitely to a point where I feel good. Normally it used to feel like I was the one that had to manufacture all these topics, but now, if I were to go on vacation for like a week, the PD like, and I had like notifications off or something, when I came come back, I would have literally thousands of Hundreds. notifications. <laughs> yeah, like even though I wasn't there, like I have no worry. Whereas in the past, I was like, "Fuck, if Danny isn't here or I'm not, like, if Danny's not making polls every second and I'm not there to just like bother you guys, like, not many people would talk." But now it's gotten to the point where I'm like, "It's sustainable. Like, you guys are doing fun things, and it, it's great." And speaking of fun things. The PDL awards are coming. I have been working pretty hard this year to uh, try to keep everything under wraps on how everything's going. Darren, you don't even know what I'm doing for awards, right? No, I, I have no clue. That's exactly how I want it to be. Uh, and don't worry. I, I feel like I'm overblowing. I feel like when awards come, everyone's going to be like, what? But for I know we have a lot of new owners. And so um, the way I kind of want to end this podcast is just kind of give you guys a heads up on what to expect for the um the awards last or no the past two years i feel like the way i do it is i always make some kind of like picture or something and it's usually all through the chat right darren i think so yeah i feel like uh yeah. every single year when the awards are going i'll kind of announce the nominees and ba -ba -da -ba -ba -da, and then i'll post like a picture of who won um yeah well, I think that was fun. I know last year we kind of flirted on being like, oh, maybe we'll do like a live, sh not like a live show, but like like stream something. And if for people who miss it that can't do it live, I'll still drop the link so they could still see it. But I was like, uh, I don't know. That, that might be a little bit cringe for people who don't really care about it that much or too much <laughs> emphasis. But I feel like what I found this time around is kind of like a happy medium where it's not just me just posting little pictures and graphics with people who have won. So I'm hoping this time around it goes a little bit better. Um, but I have been purposely trying to keep it under wraps because I want it to be just as fun and exciting for you too, Darren, because I know for me, whenever the awards are done and over, I'm hoping a lot of people, be like, oh, that was kind of cool. That was kind of fun. Whereas for me, I'd be like, eh, that was okay. Because like, I've been planning it for so long. Like I've been trying to put it together. So I feel like if I reeled you in, I reeled Max in and all these other guys, while I feel like it could be even better, I'd rather just try to do it myself. So it's a surprise to everyone to be like, like, cause then you're more a part of it than having to put it on. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cause then you're kind of, you know, you, you, you know, the outcome before the outcome. So it kind of takes away some of the fun of it. Absolutely. And so I kept Darren in the dark so much to the point where he doesn't even know who won what award, even though some of them are kind of, uh, you, you know, who won certain like, um, 
like yeah, fantasy yeah. MVP. I feel like everyone kind of knows who's going to win that award. I'm not going to say it out loud, but to me, there's a clear cut winner for that award. Um, but I'm not announcing or trying to spoil it, but I feel like the presentation in which I'm going to try to have the awards will be fun. So keep an eye out on that right now. It's still on track to uh, take place at the same time as the NFL awards. So definitely keep a lookout on that. And uh, overall, it looks like we're going to be taking a little bit of hiatus until the end of the Super Bowl. And so, so oh, go. So since we uh, since we won't have an episode, most likely until after the Super Bowl, we should probably do Super Bowl picks because we did these before the season started. Um, do you remember what your picks were? Because I do. I think I remember what my pick is. But do you remember what your pick was? I'm pretty sure I picked the Buccaneers and the Bills. Okay. Pretty sure. And that's still looking very strong. I think preseason or before the season are, I believe I picked the Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs because, you know, yeah. I love Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I don't love the Packers. I just love Aaron Rodgers. And I obviously am a big Kansas City fan. And so for me, I thought you were going to say I'm a big anti-vaxxer. <laughs> Yeah, guys, I don't like the vaccine, even though I'm fully vaccinated and got the booster. But, you know, I don't really believe in it. No, not at all. But I'm going to stick to my guns and I want to stick to what I said Um, on the other podcast I'm on. I did throw in the Cincinnati Bengals instead of the Chiefs to try to be a little bit cheeky and fun. But yeah. in all actuality, if I actually had to put real money on it, I would say the Kansas City Chiefs and the Packers. How about you, Darren? I'm just going to stick with what I got. But I do think that the rams bucks game whoever wins that game will go to the super bowl and the chiefs bills game whoever wins that game will go to the super bowl uh, i'm gonna stick with what i had because they're both still alive so i'm gonna go with the bucks and the bills and maybe tom brady will beat the bills again in the super bowl because he never loses to the bills but <laughs> um that would probably be bad for me because i feel like if he wins the super bowl again He's he done, might actually right? retire yeah he He's might retire so that'd be bad for my fantasy team <laughs> yeah um, I mean, I love it. I, I think it's kind of cool that both of our picks are still alive um, this into the season. And so I, I, I'm pretty excited about it. One last thing I kind of want to pick your brain about. I know you and I we were both on the same track when they made the announcement that a seventh playoff team was going to be added into this league or this year. Sorry. And we were both kind of like the uh, old guys, right? We we're like raising our fists in there. Be like, oh, that's too yeah. many. I like I wish yeah. they didn't do that. Like, that's 14 teams out of 32 that make it, whereas the MLB, yeah. uh, basketball, hockey, like, half the league makes it. So, like, I always yeah. hated that because to me, I'm like, oh, you just have to be at least average to make it. And I feel like this week, I know it's probably an anomaly. I'm sure next year it's going to be even, like, way better than this year, hopefully, because it wouldn't be a high bar to set. But this there's so many blowouts, right? Like, do you feel a little bit validated being like, yeah, I told you, told, told you too many teams made it? Yeah, it's it's kind of lame. Um, I mean, the Eagles did not deserve to make the playoffs. No, obviously the way that Pittsburgh they Pittsburgh did not deserve to make it either. Yeah, so I mean, it's uh, they're obviously it's for money, and instead of getting rid of that seventh team, they're probably going to add an eighth team. So, oh, I I completely agree. Um, it's uh, I don't know. Maybe when they add the eighth team, they should give the top four seeds a buy or something, so that like team five plays team eight or something. I don't know. But like the way that it is right now, is it's terrible. Like there's no there's no point to even play those games because whoever, say they do add an eighth seed, whoever's the three seed is going to crush the eighth seed. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I have no idea who the eighth seed would would have been in the NFC this year, but they would have been worse than the Eagles. So that's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much all you really had to say, right? <laughs> like I have no clue who it would have been, but I know that they would have been bad. 
uh, for final validation, isn't doesn't it kind of make you feel a little bit better? And I know what uh, you know the Dallas fans in the PDA are gonna say, like, oh, rent free, we live in your head. But doesn't it bring you great joy? That the Cowboys made it as far as the Eagles after having a 12 win season. Like they didn't make it any further than us at all. Like we they made suck. it the they same it part. Year. It's literally like my whole life, like Tony Romo, when he was the quarterback, it was the same shit. They get to the, the playoffs and then they choke. It's like, doesn't matter who the coach is. Doesn't matter anything. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. They get there and they choke. It's like, it's every single year. And then like Cowboys fans are super delusional and they're like, oh yeah, this is the year we done boys. But <laughs> it's not even this is the year we win a playoff game. They go all the way. Like, this is the year we win Super the Bowl. whole thing. Yeah, Shock and the guys world. are getting everyone hates us. Yeah, they're getting like tattoos with the Super Bowl logo and it's like the Cowboys logo on top of it. It's like, dude, you're you're not winning. You're not, you're not. I yeah. mean, maybe if they I mean, I think maybe if they could uh do like a trade, like a uh, coach trade and like trade sean payton for mike mccarthy or something <laughs> that's the only way they could do it they, they need a better coach it's not like they don't have the players like they obviously have very good players at pretty much every position but they just like don't have the coach i think the coaching staff do you problem. think a lot of I that saw. has to stem from jerry jones like wanting so much power like when yeah. i was watching the uh hard knocks it's weird to see a GM, owner, whatever, just sit in in all these meaningless meetings. And it doesn't yeah. even seem like it's a meeting. It's like Jerry Jones just sits there and you just tell him what he wants to hear. Like, okay, how did the offense look today? Oh, well, you know, we gave Zeke the ball as many times as you wanted, Jerry. And uh, Dak is, uh, we're resting Dak because you told us to rest Dak. And uh, yeah, that's what we're doing, Jerry. Like, it's weird to me, right? Like Jimmy Johnson, one of the most successful head coaches in Dallas history. And then they fired him after the Super Bowl win because Jerry wanted to be Jerry, you know? Yeah, it's uh, it's obvious that like Jerry's guys, they are gonna play more than they probably should. Um, I think if it was on like a normal roster and like a normal team had Ezekiel Elliott, um, like say it was, say it was just like the Eagles, you know, like Miles Sanders at the end of the year he broke his hand. They they shut him down. They didn't play him for a couple games. Zeke had a partially torn PCL and he played the entire season. So, um say what you will zeke is definitely a tough son of a bitch but at the same time put him on ir get him healthy like why, why are you doing that it's that's making your team worse but just because jerry jones invested so much in him that he wants to make sure that he's playing all the time no i completely agree and i feel like honestly we could probably talk about this for like another 10 hours but i'm sure our listeners are like bro what does this have to do with fantasy football and or us and my answer to that is nothing at all this is what darren and i talk about 24 7 anyway so this is just a peek into how our conversations go and why we're so football degenerates right there like this is literally our xbox live conversations where you just sit here and yeah. talk about you know what is the cowboys doing like what like yeah. cd lamb i know you love him what does his outlook look like and oh this Dak prescott running the draw and having a brain fart moment and not giving it to the ref is that a tony romo moment where he botch the snap for that extra point field goal, whatever that was like, Oh, is this going to haunt or whatever? But we could talk about this for hours, but we will now finally cut it to an end. Uh, Darren, do you have any final words for our listeners before we take a mini break before we resume in the PDL podcast? I mean, there's no anything trade in the works that you want to tease, huh? I mean, not really. Um, I, I kind of, I don't know. It's, it's weird because I don't really know what to do with my team um, because I kind of like most of my players now. So 
it, it gets harder to trade. Like in the beginning, when I took over Gabe's team, I was like, I hate oh. all of these guys. <laughs> it was like <laughs> was a HGTV like, when there's like demo day. You literally showed up to work with a sludgehammer being like, yeah, all these guys gone. are going to be gone. on this He's fucking gone. roster. <laughs> Honestly, Except you. If, if, um, if Antonio Brown wouldn't, wasn't so hard to trade, I would have, he would be gone too, but I, he's only here because kind of he has to be here. I mean, like value um, wise, it doesn't make sense to give him away for like a third round pick. Might as well just hold on to yeah. him just to see what happens. Yeah. So I'll, I'll probably keep him until he retires. But at the same time, like the only person from the original roster I would have kept is Odell and he's still here. Um, but yeah, playoff Odell gone. though, right? All right. So we're not going to go off that tangent, but no, you're right though. Yeah, everybody else is gone. I don't have anybody else from that original team that I took over. But now that I like the guys that are on my team, it's harder to part with them. Um, and maybe that's kind of dumb in a way because, like, you're kind of you have to kind of value everyone as kind of a a, a transaction sort of in a way um, because they're not like real. You don't know these people, but yeah, that's yeah. Time, like, I mean, like that's what dynasty is so fun, right? You're supposed yeah, to you bond keep with these players. Yeah. yeah, like. I know that trade I just had where I traded Aaron Jones away. Like, yeah, a lot of people are like, yeah, Tommy, you obviously did great. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. But for me, obviously, like, I know that was a good trade for me. But, like, and it sounds stupid. And I think it's kind of what you're saying. It, it was hard. Like, I like Aaron Jones a lot. And I still think he's going to be pretty solid. He's a lot of fun to watch. And he's just overall one of my favorite NFL players. Because because of the PDL, I've watched a lot of Packers games. I mean, I had Devonta Adams and Aaron Jones, arguably, 90% of that offense. So I watched all those games, and every time Aaron Jones had the ball, I was like, hey, this is great. Like, he's fun to watch. He's on my team. And then to trade him away, it's it's hard. Like, I, I liked him, and I think that's kind of where you are, right? Like, it might be smart yeah. to trade away some players, but you're like, but do I really want to? Nah. And I think that's where the fun balance begins because the whole point people play fantasy football is to have fun. And to have fun is just get players you like, right? And when you finally have those guys and they begin to age out, like, a DeAndre Hopkins for me. He will most likely retire on my team because I don't know. Like, I feel like people won't give me what I believe he deserves. Like, I, I still at least want a first, but people might say, well, no, I'm only going to give you like a second. I'd be like, nah, I much rather keep him for that price then. And, but, you know, I can't be angry at the people that only want to give me like one or two seconds or something. You know what I mean? So for those yeah. reasons, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm just going to bite the bullet. Like, DeAndre Hopkins, as you know, Darren, is one of my favorite all-time players. And the smart thing to do would be trying to start those negotiations to have them as a, a centerpiece trade for someone else. But I'm not going to, because you know, part of the fun is you keep the guys you like. Yeah, I, I think I, I agree. Um, you, you really, I don't know. Like it's, it's tough. Like I, I know that because of Tom Brady's age, he's not worth a first round pick, but I wouldn't trade him away unless anyone wanted to give me a first round pick. Um, and is that crazy? Maybe. But what the hell is a second round pick going to do for me other than having Tom Brady on my roster until he retires? Like if I was to <laughs> trade if I was to trade the number 2 overall quarterback this year away for a second round pick, I'll be pissed at myself. Yeah. Especially because it's Tom Brady. Like having even if it's one year. This is a conversation of, people had 5 years ago with Tom Brady. <laughs> Yeah, I know. They were like, talking to like 37. They're like, oh, dude, trade him like yesterday. <laughs> and now he's like yeah, 42, like, 43. Give him, give him a, because like, for all I know, Tom Brady was literally, he literally had an MVP season this year. Yeah, so, he did. What, he also had a lot of like career best marks. Yeah, he was better this year than he was last year. He's a year older and he was better. So who's to say 
and more of his weapons got hurt this play. year and weren't available. It, it just didn't make sense. Yeah, who's to say he's not going to play? Like he he had more, he had a hundred o- over a hundred more points this season than he did in two thousand and nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable <laughs> when you put it in that context. Like why? Why I'm not because I just I just can't do it. Like if I didn't like Tom Brady as much as I did. Maybe, you know, maybe I'll be like, all right, give me a second or a second and a third or something, whatever. I'll get rid of him. Um, but just because it's like one of my favorite players, I just can't can't do it. Yeah. And for those new listeners who don't know Darren very well, uh, when Darren was a wee lad just getting into football, he became obsessed with the Patriots and Tom Brady to the point where he literally just had like an eight by 11 picture of like a standard random <laughs> picture of Tom Brady framed in his living room wall. It was freaking hilarious. Like he, it was just like, up. Oh, like I know that might sound silly, but no, think realistically, like you are a parent and your child loves this random quarterback that has no affiliation to your city or your fandom. And he's like, yeah, I just want to hang this picture up. And they, and it was like in the living room. It's not even in his own room. It was like in the living room. And I'm like, bro, like Emily won't even let me put a picture of like Joe Burrow up anywhere. I want, let alone having a child be like, yeah, no, no, this random picture of Tom Brady. I'm putting in the middle of the living room. Like Darren is definitely a Brady truther. And that's why anytime he like, um, you know, Patriots or Bucks or whatever, I can't be upset. I'm like, nah, no, like he's, he's an actual fan. Like he loved them since the beginning. Yeah. It's, it's, that's, been on my wall for I we checked the date or I checked the date like a couple months ago I forget what it was I think it was like 2003 or something wasn't it like so it's been there for it's been on that in that same spot for like almost 20 years like you take it off and it's like it has like a stain around the outside of the frame behind it as if it was like covering something like everyone everything like the paint on your wall got discolored but where the Tom Brady picture was hanging up is still pristine because it's like a part of the fixture of your walls now yeah, like the sun stain from just being <laughs> in the same spot for so long. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, we could ramble forever, but I will finally, honestly, now cut it short. The last thing I do want to add is, yo, I am looking forward to see what Mike does with this tight end situation because it's very apparent that Max is, you know, Don Schultz. He just had a really, really darn good season trying to sh- shop him around. I'm trying to shop around um, Dawson Knox as well and whatnot, and we all know that you know, Mike is hurting a little bit. I know he said he's not interested in both of them, but what does that mean? What What is he going to do? If he wants to be one of the top teams, he needs to at least have a good tight end and tight end premium league. So that's something to think about. Let that marinate, everyone that's listening. Um, We'll see what happens there. We could speculate a little bit, but uh, with all that being said, we are officially going to sign off and say thanks for listening, and we will see you in a couple of weeks. And uh, We'll see uh, which one of Darren and I was right in our Super Bowl predictions. And I am not going to say which Pro Bowl team was better because I think we already know it was Darren's because I botched it so bad, but it was fun. And uh, next year, <laughs> we'll definitely still really good, though. Yeah, you know, of course it's going to be good. But the fact that I do have Tony, pa- oh, man. Oh, Tony, pa- please justify me and actually become a really top tier running back next year. So then when we look back <laughs> at our Pro Bowl ballots next year to this year, I'll be like, oh, wow, Tommy, you're on top of Tony Paul that early. I'll be like, yeah, see, I told you. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. It's not because my back was against the one I screwed up. But with that being said, guys, take care, have fun, enjoy time that we have, and let's just have some fun watching some playoff football because the next slate of playoff games are going to be unbelievable. But until then, take care. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed your meal. We'll catch you next time.